time in the saddle. My name is Ryan O'Connor, joined by two fabulous human beings. Uh, that, well, actually, they were meant to be here, but they're an orphan. Instead, we've got Chris <laughs> Willemsa Jr. from Chris Willemsa Cycles and Jason Lind from Olympic Cycles and Giant in Cape Town. How's it, guys? Good, good, good to see you guys. Yeah. Yo, what an interesting week it's been. Wine to Wales, almost in the bag for a lot of people. You've uh, been there, done that, Chris Philimsa. Uh Enjoy it. What was it called, the Chardonnay? Yeah, it was, uh, it was the warm one. It was really, really hot, yeah. uh, dusty, and, but it was awesome. Nice. Done, like I said, and dusted. And how do you, how's the body feeling after? after? A bit I know. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. If you, if you go and do it and you're not fit, uh, it's never... Never easy. Well done. Coming 41st out of 32 people. Um, <laughs> we in the top 40, though, eh? Look, it was good just to get his partner to the start line for a change. <laughs> yeah. Top five in the Buffalo, eh? <laughs> well done. Well done. I also come top five in my Buffalo when I drink on the weekend. I get Buffalo a lot. Um, Jason was away in Hong Kong, of all places. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a cycling place for me. It's a big concrete jungle of 300-meter tall buildings, so time in the airplane seat was 32 hours for the last week but no time in the saddle and what's happening in hong kong in terms of bike? Do, do you see a lot of cycles uh, a, a lot of cy- obviously there are a lot of cyclists in hong kong i actually didn't see any uh, is there a place to ride there yeah of course there well, i never saw any but i mean you know you're spending your time in the subways i must be honest most times that i go to foreign cities i do make an effort to go to the the bike shop in the area but i it was mm. such a short trip i didn't didn't go out of my way this time I was quite surprised that you didn't go and see because they have huge fairs in Hong Kong, don't they? Um, but cycling fairs. I'm sure they do. There's a massive convention center. I yeah. went to a sanitary show and a lighting show just for uh, giggles, but um, no bike show this week. All right. Uh, okay, so back. So it means your time spent in the saddle hasn't been the most productive. You haven't had a... a, a, a no, I've been thinking about it though. I went out. I've been eating well. Yeah, me too. I went out for the for my first ride in a, in, a, in a couple of weeks. I did almost a 40, 40k on Sunday. I started in the north. I forty. Forty, yeah, four. Um, and I, I must say, so a couple of things. Is that including the drive there, or the the, the, the cycle? Yeah, yeah. That's the cycle. There. I cycled oh. from home uh, to this beginning of Natida. Went up uh, to the mast. Went run down the back to the dairy shed. A couple of things I've got to note uh, and got to say for those people using uh, those trails is well done to, to all the people uh, that have been involved in advancing the trails. There's just so many different routes that are now open out there in the north. There's uh, various other parts of, of of trails that are still under construction. So if you are being out there and you're cycling please when they mark and they cordon off a, a trail because it's under construction please uh, adhere to those rules I see a lot of people still trying to break the rules trying to get a sneak peek at, as to how a trail looks uh, so they jump over the uh, the cordoned off area and it just upsets the trails and the people that are making those trails amazing for us uh, but well done to everyone they're in good nick very dusty ride on Sunday and loads of people I mean we had that heat wave in the, in the Western Cape this past weekend and it was like 35, 36 degrees I tried to get up really early get out there it was a dust bowl uh, on top of Natida, but superb trails and a lot of people on their mountain bikes. Still, can you believe it? After the novelty of riding an e-bike and um, the, the, the hearing people's chirps on the trail, I still get every single cyclist I go past. Hey, you're cheating! Hey, get <laughs> off your e-bike! It's still it's still the norm, Jason. Yeah, of course it's the norm, but I mean, there's got to be a little bit of etiquette from an e-bike rider's side i think you know yeah. you just don't make it look like like you casually just overtaking them you yeah. just gotta just gotta show a bit of respect and you know yeah. go but past isn't, slowly isn't, isn't it cheating then if a guy rides a hundred and twenty thousand rand bike and someone else on a twenty thousand rand bike oh it comes flying it comes past. flying past them mm. 
Well, I mean, it's hey, you rich person with a rich bike, expensive cheater. bike, cheater, cheater. No, but I, I really, I've always got like my, my comment back is always look at them, look at the size of me. I need this bike to get me up the hill. Uh, but every single person that I go past on an e bike, and yeah, granted, I, I also do slow down because I don't want them to hear the mechanical noise an e bike makes, which it does. It kind of whirs, it's like you can hear the little Bosch motor doing its job as it takes you up the up the hill. Uh, and obviously, the 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 uh, the size of one of the pillars of the frame is a dead giveaway that you're on an e-bike. Yeah, look, yesterday I had to apologize to a customer for going into a monologue about why they should buy an e-bike because mm. I just get so excited about Me it. Me too. Um, but it is what it is. And, you know, I used to say when it was 26s to 29s, I used to say to people, listen, it is the way forward. If you yeah. don't believe me, buy it. If you don't like it, we'll take it back and give you a 26-inch. Yeah. I'm now saying that with e-bikes to, yeah. to people who look like they need it because they want to get into the sport, but mm. they... They're never going to keep up with their buddies. So it's the right thing to do. If you've been listening consecutively to these Time in the Saddle podcasts, we gave reference to the fact that we were going to be talking about e-bikes. And I don't want to uh, do that this week uh, or rather on this episode. It is coming up in the future. Uh, we are getting all our ducks in a row. We're trying to test uh, amongst the three of us uh, possibly every e-bike um, um, uh, uh, variety that's on the market at the moment to give you a complete view. And I certainly know that Jason and Chris will have a more uh, complete uh, look in, in terms of the um, um, uh, what's available in the marketplace, but it's moving not only from um, into the, the mountain bike space. I see that everyone's 2019 edition or, or, or their cycling uh, catalog now features road bikes that are electric too. So it's getting out there. It's expanding. Catalogs are expanding. I think of Cannondale in particular, who's I was on Omnico's site yesterday. I was on Cannon's, uh, Cannondale's global site last night, and just their releases for 2019 are now where you had maybe had one or two. You now have three uh, for mountain bike trailing you now have six for road biking you now have you know urban uh, e-bikes etc etc the the variety and the choice there is endless so we'll talk about this on an upcoming um, podcast of time in the saddle i do want to chat a little bit about what's installed uh, in terms of um, uh, big events between now and the end of the year and other milestones wine to wales is a milestone event it happens people use it as a, a kind of a training ground i guess we've got double century happening coronation double century yeah, i mean that's a highlight of the year for a lot of people and that's really i think why you'll see people on the road at the moment mm. is is generally for that you're doing it jason not this year we're meant to have Alan Windy, uh, who will be coming on soon to talk a little bit about the Coronation Double Century. Of course, we've had in the past uh, Dave Balez, who's uh, instrumental as the leader of the Coronation Double Century ch- uh, team. D- Dave's on a work trip in Japan at the moment, riding with one of the other fun ride people because he has to go promote the Cape Town no, cycle tour. To. I mean, he yeah. has to do it yeah. and he has to go to Japan. <laughs> what a job. That. What a tough life. What a job. Just in case you want to get him on that. Chris, you're doing Epic next year. Jason, you haven't confirmed if you said you're not doing Epic next year. No, I still need confirmation from you if we're doing the half oh, Ironman. We're going to do half Ironman in Dubai on 1st of February. I've, I've been following up and uh, just a huge thanks to everyone who's been taking my calls from the, the various partners because uh, we need airfare and when the Emirates have been uh, so far so good, it looks like we're set to possibly be going over there with them. But we'll talk more about Ironman and preparation because we want to get also our friend uh, who's going to train us back on the show to talk a little bit about preparation for that. What else is happening on the on the side? Cycling calendar in terms of um, epic uh, kind of kind of training rides. Uh, a big one still coming November is the ninety four point seven, which is also a big one for most of the people preparing for that. Um, and then through December, I think there's not much happening. Everybody's going on holiday, so it's uh, and then training. Get, then you get caught up by Atacuas in January. Oh yeah, yeah, which is a big one. 
947 is, is, is big, and I saw an interesting story from Yohi, from uh, Scott, who posted mm. um, an interesting story about a youngster who, uh, and the story about getting this youngster on a bike for 947. I thought he was going to break out into tears, but yeah. he didn't. Yeah, he did. Uh, a great story, though. Yeah, yeah. Just a no, really amazing. good give back. It's going, doing its round at the moment on, on, on social media. I think it's a really good story. Um, and to everybody else that's doing 947, it is one of those events. It's Joburg's equivalent of the Cape Town Cycle Tour, if you've never done it before. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, and it's. I believe it's one of, or actually, a really fast-growing race now as well. I mean, um, I remember a few years ago when we. I don't know if you did it, Jason, but then they they actually did an extended loop of 180 kilometers on that race, which was unbelievable. But I think they went back to now it's 100. Ninety-four points. I've never actually done it. I've always threatened to do it. I've never done it either. The altitude will probably get me. Yeah, I think we should do yeah. this next year. Uh, we should do the whole podcast. There's 17 days, according to the uh, current time right now that we're recording this. 18 hours and seven minutes until the uh, cycle challenge Sunday, as they call it. And I'm just reading through some of the stories. So what what date is it on? Uh, it is happening in 17 days. 18. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what does that make? <laughs> do the do the math. Somebody, uh, I'm, I'm looking at the tomorrow's the first. <laughs> okay, so it's 17. Okay. Um, and it seems, yeah, fulfilled once again. And, so, should we uh, go do it? I think next year. I think I'm it's actually up there for the expo, but um, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Just on that note. Let's do it on a tandem. Okay. On, on the notes okay. of expos, guys, and you're both experts when it comes to being at expos. Is it worth the premium that people, the, and especially the exhibitors, have to pay to be there? Is it worth being there? A, number one, that's the first question. And, and, and B, if you're not there, is it kind of frowned upon by the cycling community? Chris can answer that because he makes the most money at Cape Town Cycle Tour than any other exhibitor. So, I mean, it's his, his forte there. I make the most enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about money. Um, no. Go no. for it. I mean, the one thing we mustn't forget to talk about is there's a big show coming up in Cape Town in Constantia Bike Fest, which we'll talk about that. first let's year. Talk, that's worth mentioning. Let's talk about that in, in a second. First of all, let's talk quickly about exhibiting, like going up to 947. As an exhibitor, because you know everyone's going to come and, and register or come and grab their, 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 their packs, their entry packs. Uh, you're there. You're in, in the race village or you're wherever the exhibitor center is where they pick, like, pick up their packs. Feet through the center, feet through a Cape Town cycle tour, a 947 ex, a, a expo. Is it worth you, you being there? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it depends if you, if you are there. What are you what are you doing? Are you a, a, a bike brand displaying your, your, your bikes or are you a guy that's smoking good deals? So I think it's definitely worth it if, you, if you're there to, to sell a lot of stuff that the, the um, guys need, tires, tubes, those kind of things. If you're displaying bikes, then it might not be worth it because these shows are getting really expensive and it's not getting cheaper. Um, but for us to be there, it's, it's definitely worth it. Um, you have to be there. It's and your presence is kind of a must when you're not there. I, I don't know about 94.7. It's the first time that I'm actually at yeah. 94.7. But Tal- the Talcom 947 Cycle Challenge. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, you're in such a habit to be there. And, mm. uh, I think and what do you uh, display? I mean, uh, do you put your latest stock out there? Uh, uh-uh. You know you're going to get a whole lot of road cyclists out there. Do you put road bicycles there? Or is it just maintenance stuff? Like, no, you guys are going to need tubes. You're going to need uh, bombs. You're going to need these kind of things. Just the fast-moving stuff. Uh, tires, tubes, gels. Um, you don't want to be... Consumables. Be, you know, be caught up with a guy explaining about a bike. Um, because it's so expensive to be there, mm. you just you need to do the turnover to, to actually, at the end of the day, to pay for the stand. So... Um, yeah, I don't think it's uh, just the fast-moving stuff. We've gone and done a mix of it. We've gone and done the fast-moving stuff, the 
safety pins that people need to put their their numbers on and we've gone representing shimano just displaying the high-end shoes and the nicer stuff and they both work you know at the end of the day they both work i think the trend in general is for all the brands whether it's a wholesaler or a shop or or somebody else to to make it viable to Mm. be there to cover the expenses of being there because there's there's so many so many races so many shows you can't write it off as an expense you can't go to all of them them. yeah Yeah. you normally you normally do all the explaining on the products and we just do the deals yeah exactly they come they they like learn from us and they walk back to chris (laughs) and then they walk past (laughs) the packet let's talk about that that uh, you mentioned uh, jason that there's a, a big cycle fair happening soon in cape town do we have more details on it yeah, Bike Fest, uh, the date I can't remember. Of, uh, it's the 8th, so the weekend of the 8th. It's in Constantia. I think you guys are there as well, dis- displaying. A lot of the, the bike brands will be there. There's uh, Volvos on board, I think, as the, the sort of title sponsor. And then it's a show Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, products for sale, new bikes, new products on display. And then there's movie nights into the evening. So like outdoor sure. theater and, and that in the evening. I think you buy tickets on web tickets and their prediction is that there'll be a lot of people turning up. Yeah, Nice. I like that. And I think close towards that uh, that time, uh, we'll see if we partner up, up with our friends at Cape Talk and maybe do a, uh, a one-hour podcast live on Cape Talk, Time in the Saddle live awesome. uh, from that bike expo. I think it'll be a great opportunity for us to do, uh, not only rub shoulders with other people that love being on a, on a bike, but also other exhibitors that'll be there uh, showcasing the latest yeah, offerings. Yeah, great place have. to speak to everybody. Yeah, Nice. Uh, okay, there, guys, just quickly, uh, before before we end, it's on a 947 note as well. Um, Jason, you touched on it um, briefly, uh, acclimatizing to, to cycling at altitude. Um, uh, both of you have obviously cycled up north. How drastic is it for somebody um, that's never cycled up in the, in the, the northern part of the country, uh, up in the high felt, to pack their bikes and go up and do any kind of a good time for a 947 or other activity? Uh, I mean, would you suggest that they get tra- some other kind of chamber training or some other kind of acclimatization tra- training beforehand? Um, or is it just a matter of, well, you've trained really hard, good luck up in the higher altitudes? I'm not a sports scientist, but I mean, I've definitely done enough events that you, you suddenly realize why your heart rate's so high and why you're out of breath because you, you are at altitude. Mm. I find through the day, you obviously settle into to your rhythm. And I would imagine if you wanted to really do well, sure, the, the sort of chambers and stuff are great, but just some level of intensity training so that you can still perform at an elevated heart rate because it's, it's difficult to keep your heart rate where mm. you would want it to be when the air is thinner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when we when we used to race, we normally if we race in Joburg, basically go a day before, or you have to be like two weeks before to basically settle down. So for the guys doing or going up for ninety four, I would rather say a day or two before, or mm. it's a bit difficult to go two weeks before. But I mean that helps as well. Else, if that altitude hits you, it's it's yeah. Nice. All right. There we go. Hopefully that'll be uh, a good enough indicator for you doing the 947. If it's your first, you would know uh, that this would be of help to you. If you've uh, a seasoned 947, a Telcom 947 cycle challenge uh, uh, cyclist, you'll uh, you'll no doubt know what to expect. Uh, listen, I'll tell you what. I, I have guaranteed that we'll talk e-bikes and we will do this in the next podcast. Uh, e-bikes and also we'll talk a little bit about gravel bikes in the coming future. Uh, I'm going to get my hands on something a brand new from Cannondale. Uh, it's something that they uh, uh, cross as almost like a hybrid bike, but uh, I guess 
built and designed for use not only on tar roads but also on gravel roads and, and other. So we'll talk a little bit about that. I also want to talk e-bikes because both of you have amazing offerings in both of your stores with regard to e-bikes and I don't think that there's anybody that you've uh, kind of left out in terms of what you I think every single provider that makes or manufacturer makes an e-bike, both of you represent them on your floor. So we'll talk e-bikes soon uh, and it's everything from Giants to Scots to Cannondales to KTMs to a little bit French brand called Moustache that the only place you'll find is at uh, Chris Phillips' Cycles. All these and everything you need to know about mountain biking, e-bike regards, will come up next time in Time in the Saddle. Uh, Chris, quickly, your plans for the uh, the weekend as we look towards great conditions around both provinces, both uh, Johannesburg and uh, the Western Cape, or Gauteng and the Western Cape. Great conditions for cycling this weekend. I think uh, just go out for a little spin Saturday and Sunday. Nothing for. Maybe it's a little coffee ride, if you're keen. Jason, I don't know what you're up to. I'm keen. But... Uh, yeah, I think uh, we'll keep track of what the guys are doing at the Ryan Wines to Wales race I like Ryan's to Wales. <laughs> Ryan's to Wales. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm actually going up to Aesfontaine. There's a little fun mountain bike ride there that the guys have organized. So we'll go up there and have a swim and have a sup and do the, do the mountain bike ride. Dig it. I like it. I'm going to go and join you on a ride uh, this weekend. I've still got, uh, I've borrowed on a long term basis an e bike so, so, so long. Um, from, uh, I've only just picked it up this weekend. But I know Chris, Chris is, Chris, with everything <laughs> gets measured, I'm going to get, get an invoice tomorrow for the four days I've had it. Um, but, uh, but I'll be out in that e bike. I thoroughly enjoyed it this past weekend. We'll go out and smash one of the, uh, the hills this coming weekend and do a bit of a ride. Uh, and then we'll be back with another time in the saddle. Chris Williamson Jr., Jason Lint, myself, Rhino Connor. This has been Time in the Saddle.